This is Marion Ross. I am your next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are ready for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 493 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, you know I'm excited about this because I've been talking about it for weeks, Marion Ross is going to be joining us. Of course, she was Mrs. Cunningham, Mrs. C from Happy Days. She was on Brooklyn Bridge and so many other TV shows and movies. And now she has a new book out called My Days, Happy and Otherwise. We're going to talk about all of it right here on On Screen and Beyond. Get ready for that. And we got a lot of things coming your way as far as remakes and upcoming new movies, sequels, the whole works, uh, Girls Trip. A little information about that uh, for a new movie for one of the people in that uh, movie. And uh, all kinds of stuff. Get ready. It's time for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness. It looks like the remake of Superfly that we've talked about before will land in theaters on June 15th. And Gina Rodriguez will star in the Netflix live-action version of... Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? So look out for that one. And Scarface is back in the news. Uh, it uh, seems to be back at the beginning again. A new writer has been brought in to rewrite the film. And that's it for Remake Madness News. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, it looks like Jack Black and Kate Blanchett will star in The House with a clock in its walls. It's in theaters on September 21st, and it's about a boy who moves into his uncle's creepy house that has a tick-tocking heart. And Tom Hardy will play Al Capone in Fonzo. It's a gangster movie, no release date yet. And the biopic on Freddie Mercury, Bohemian Rhapsody, has been moved to a November 2nd release date, up from December 25th. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. We'll take a peek at what's coming away as far as sequels down at Sequel Cities right here on On Screen and Beyond. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Sequel City, Hotel Transylvania 3 with Adam Sandler will be arriving on July 13th. And Tiffany Haddish of Girls Trip will lend her voice to a character in The Lego Movie 2. And Tessa Thompson of Westworld has signed on to Sony's Men in Black spinoff film. That's it for Sequel City. Next on On Screen or Beyond, we'll get to take a peek at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. 
TV on DVD, it looks like Divorce, Season 2, with Sarah Jessica Parker and Thomas Hayden Church will be arriving on digital download on April 2nd. And Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert rolls into stores on April 24th with performances by, now get this, Deep Purple, Chicago, Cheap Trick, Pearl Jam, Ringo Starr, yes, it's a total of 53 live performances from different acts. Going to be a great one to check out. And on June 5th, The Last Ship, Season 4, will be landing on Blu-ray and DVD. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, the 1517 to Paris with director Clint Eastwood will be riding into Blu-ray and DVD on May 22nd. Bent with Kyle Urban, Sofia Vergara, and Andy Garcia will be landing in stores on May 15th. And Forrest Whitaker and Vince Vaughn star in The Forgiven on Blu-ray and DVD on May 15th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what do you say we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV and entertainment time? Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV and entertainment time. It looks like Connie Brighton went from Nashville to 911, and now she's left that show. And she will next star in Bravo's anthology series, Dirty John. And Netflix has renewed One Day at a Time for another season. And Margot Robbie, she's working on a new series that will retell the stories of Shakespeare from a female point of view. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthday. <laughs> Celebrity birthdays, it looks like on April 2nd, Michael Fassbender turns 41, and Doris Day on April 3rd turns 96. April 4th, Robert Downey Jr. turns 53, and on April 6th, Billy D. Williams turns 81, and on April 7th, Jackie Chan turns 64, and on April 8th, Robin Wright turns 52. And that's it for Celebrity Birthdays here at On Screen and Beyond. And as far as listener birthdays, we didn't have any come in. So if you, a friend or a relative, are going to be having a birthday, you can send me the information at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And on your birthday or the week of, we will wish you a very happy birthday. And everybody who listens to On Screen and Beyond will also be wishing you a happy birthday. So send that information in, and we appreciate that very much. And, of course, we appreciate that you're listening here at On Screen and Beyond. But that's it for celebrity and uh, listener birthdays. But next on On Screen and Beyond, Marion Ross is going to be joining us. She was Mrs. C, Mrs. Cunningham on Happy Days. And she is here to talk about her career and her new book, which is out now, and you can get it at all the places you can get a book. So, uh, you know, whether it's digital or wherever. And the book is called My Days, Happy and Otherwise. Marion Ross, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond.
Today on On Screen and Beyond, we have the honor of having as our guest an actress who has been nominated for Emmys and Golden Globes and is known and loved worldwide for her many roles, including starring in Brooklyn Bridge as Drew Carey's mom on The Drew Carey Show, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants' grandmother, the grandmother on The 70s Show, and, of course, as Mrs. C on Happy Days. She has a new book out called My Days, Happy and Otherwise. It's Marion Ross. Marion, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I love listening to my credits. You know that? <laughs> well, you know, it was tough to decide what to put in that introduction because you have so many things that you have done. Well, and my, of course, my heritage with Happy Days keeps me very happy because uh, that is so fondly remembered. And we just, I just was with Ron and Henry because we had... Um, a funeral for Ron's father, Rand. Yes, yes. And uh, it's just it's just so good to be together a little bit once in a while, you know, even if it is a funeral, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. So do you do you ever get together with any of the other cast members? Well, I do get together with uh, Anson and Donnie Most. Yes. And my yeah. poor darling Aaron passed away, mm, yeah. you know, which was a tragedy. And but other than, other than that, we and I get together with Henry. We go to lunch together. Oh, that's you know? nice. Yeah. And Ron is a pretty busy guy. Yeah. And half the time he's in <laughs> Europe or New York or somewhere. So, but what is wonderful is that we keep very close contact with one another. And my book that is coming out, mm-hmm. Ron has written the foreword, which is so nice of him. And everybody else has contributed a little chapter. Uh, isn't that nice? Wow, that is. That's very nice. Yeah, it, it, It's nice to see that what we saw on TV from Happy Days uh, obviously was real. It, it, you, were, you seemed very close. Well, we were. We were. And it was, it was like 11 seasons. Mm-hmm. We had no idea it was going to go 11 seasons. But now we've Tom Bosley is gone, Jerry Paris, our director, Gary Marshall is gone. I mean, so now I am the senior because I am 89. Can you believe that? Gee, yeah, yeah, time goes by, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does, and uh, it feels okay to me so far. This is, this is amazingly uh, agile, you know, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, and and what what's your secret? Because before we got on the air, I mentioned that that I saw you a few years back, and and you look so nice. Uh, what keeps you so young? <laughs> what a good question. <laughs> well, I don't sit down much during the day. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I really have to be up and fixing something, and let's tear the wall out here, and let's you know let's remodel this, and let's. <laughs> uh, so I'm always. Uh, I've always got a wonderful plan. I got the greatest idea, and then everybody around me says, "For us to do what?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I like I like to, uh, there always to be some kind of a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But but you know I don't want to be on any I don't want to do any more acting because I think one of the last sh- plays I was in I said you know children. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired, mm-hmm. and I don't want to spend every last drop of my energy this yeah. way. Yeah. So. yeah. Now, okay, this brings us to your book, and what made you decide to do the book? 
Well, I didn't want to do the book. My son <laughs> started this whole campaign, and then finally he sends somebody to the house who is going to talk to me and get me going, and he would write everything down, you know. So at first, you know, you're not very interested in that. And once you get warmed up talking about yourself, you know, you have a good time. So I, I really like that. So I think you'll like the book. Uh, I What I like is to think that little girl from Minnesota, my mother was a Canadian and very um, progressive, and, and I was really raised on that you can be anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's what happened to yeah. me. When you're writing this book, uh, is it, does it cover all the way back when you were, you know, like in school, or is, does it start in a certain place? No, it does. It does start in Minnesota, and I have pictures of me and my brother and my sister because I was, I was a middle child. I always, think, I always think that makes a difference. And my brother was a little cripple boy, so I was highly motivated to become somebody, you know. And he was like 18 months younger than me, and I was the second little girl. So I didn't get too much attention in, in my very young years because I had a crippled brother. I would stand politely by his wheelchair, you know, mm-hmm. and try to be good and try to be a good girl. So that inside all of this craving for attention and expression and look at me it was all building up inside of me you know Mm -hmm. so to me that's very interesting yeah Mm -hmm. were you acting when you were in school were the you know were there plays and things like that that got you finally going into acting no because when i went to school we didn't have maybe the senior play but we didn't have so much uh, ex- ways of expressing, but what, what I would go to the movies a lot, like, and and I would go to the library and read big big books uh, called their reference books called Who's Who of Famous People, Famous People. Mm-hmm. Okay, and especially if they were actors, and read the life story of Noel Coward, and read the life story of Helen Hayes, and I somehow wanted to be an actress and i would and i would think well in in who's who it says they're they're born and then this is where they lived and now they're a big star i would think well what happened in between what how did this happen how did this happen right so i would when i would i would read theater arts magazines and ah finally i live in minnesota south of minneapolis and i see an ad not new for New York City, but the McPhail School of Music and Drama in Minneapolis. So now I'm about end of 10th grade. I asked my mother, I said, could you think I could go up to Minneapolis for the summer and work for a family, take care of their children, and I could take drama lessons? My mother said, of course, of course, wonderful idea. And this was also just in the beginning. This was World War II. So um, everybody was doing different things in World War II. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and the family uh, urged me to stay on for the year. 
and I stayed my whole junior year of high school and took care of the children and took drama lessons. I would find little old ladies, you know, to find it to play at McPhail School of Music and Drama. So that was good. That was how I got my very first beginnings for me. Hmm. Yeah. Do you remember your first movie or TV show that you were on? You know, the first time you were on? Uh, my first? Uh, isn't it funny? You should think. What's the first TV show or movie I ever was on? I don't know. You'd think I would remember, wouldn't you? Maybe it was, I guess it was, I was, I was put under contract to Paramount, if you could believe that, by the time I was 22, 23. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, and so the first movie I got put in was called Forever Female. Yes. And it starred Ginger Rogers, William Holden, Paul Douglas, and that they brought in, I thought they were going to cast one of us contract girls, but they went to New York and got an actress named Pat Crowley to be the young star, and I got to play the friend. I'm now the friend of the star. So that was my very first. Hmm. And what was interesting was that the director, Irving Rapper, would say he thought I looked like Greer Garson. Really? So he said, so he said to me, Miss Garson, <laughs> what do you think about what do you think about this? And, you know, him and, and then I would, uh, I'm a college graduate, you know, so I would have opinions. Mm -hmm. Nobody else had opinions. Nobody else. <laughs> then the next day he'd say, Miss Carson, what do you think about this? And then I would have opinions again. Until it finally dawned on me that nobody else, William Holden didn't say, Ginger Rogers didn't say, nobody said anything. So I realized that he was making fun of me. So uh. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, 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 as I was doing looking over your, you know your career, what you've done, I, I noticed you were in one of the TV shows of The Lone Ranger. Yes, I was. Really, I was. I was the fair maiden, the fair maiden, and and you know at the end when uh, I'm, I say, I say, who was that masked man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> he, I was the minister's daughter or something, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my God! And that, that was such an interesting experience because here are all these guys, these guys, these actors. Mostly they're playing poker over the side, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm this fair maiden. I'm. Oh my God. Hmm. <laughs> that 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 so one fun. goes by. And you were also on Life with Father, right? I was. Hmm. When when my I was only under contract at Paramount one year, and then they let me go. They let me go. So that I, I was relieved. I thought, oh God, oh God, this is so uncomfortable. So then I went on an interview. Now I'm going to become a working, working actress, mm -hmm. and I go on an interview to CBS. And at least I was already I'd already been in all the college plays. I was a stage actress. So when you do live television series, this is live. This is going out. Right. You know? yeah. So I was prepared for that. And I played Kathleen, the little Irish maid, on Life with Father. And usually they would, the father would fire the maid in Act One. 
or act two, and like the, you know, in in the play. So I stayed playing the maid for three years. Wow! It just shows you shows you how how adaptable and savvy I was right. to know how to, to last. But because of that, and they did an awful lot of live drama at CBS at that time. Hmm. on Fairfax, you know, the big studio there. Yeah. Uh, I I did a lot of live television after that. I know, I was looking. I mean, you were on basically, it looks like you were on every show, Dr. Kildare, Route 66, Rawhide, Death Valley Days, The Fugitive, uh, Mr. Novak. It just went on and on, all the, the different shows you were on, even The Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes. I, I know, I, I was. I, I did them all. I did them all. Yeah. Now, then back in, in 1972, on Love American Style, they did Love in the Happy Days, which was the precursor to Happy Days, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, was was it planned when they aired that episode that it would become a show, or was it everybody enjoyed it so much they decided to make it a show? I think they decided afterwards because, um, Gwenny, what came... What came before us? Uh, Greece? No. Uh, uh, Travolta. Uh, Travolta. John Travolta had already done one of those 50s things. Anyway, there was an appetite, and I was an appetite coming for the 50s. So when when we did this little thing on Love American Style, they said, um, there's a big appetite for the 50s. We're going to give you $1,000, like a holding fee, and... Uh, you know, go about your lives. So I went down to San Diego to the Globe Theater because that's where I was trained when I was in my college years. And uh, I I called them and I said, I'm going to come home and do a play. And I always had all these people helping me. When I look back on it, it's extraordinary to me. They all said, well, come home. You know, yes, you, you can do a play. And anything you want. And I see, I, I said, I see you're going to do Summer and Smoke by Tennessee Williams. I said, I'll come and do that. I am the least likely to play uh, neurotic Southern Belle, uh, Alma Weinmiller. So they, they all kind of gulped and said, oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. So... I was busy doing Alma Weinmiller and Summer and Smoke when, when they I got a call saying they decided to pick up that Love American style thing. They're going to have a new series called Happy Days. So hmm. they were so kind to me at the Globe. They said, "Go, we, we'll get somebody to take over for you. Go." Wow. You know what? If you're in certain companies, they'll, they'll say, "No, you you can't break a contract." Right. No. Yeah. But they they did everything to help me. So that was good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I notice 
you know, of course, on the on Happy Days, your character name was Marion Cunningham, and of course, you're Marion yes. Ross. Was the name? Did it just happen to be Marion, or did they make it to be your name? Well, they said, I, "What should we call you?" Well, we'll just call you Marion. Is that okay? Because my part was so unimportant when we started. At that time, my mother <laughs> was was like. Oh, Howard, you're not eating. Oh, children. <laughs> oh, Vicky. Oh, you know, it's like, <laughs> so it didn't matter. I said, that's fine with me. She can have my name. I don't care. So hmm. then as the years, as the years went, here's the, here's what happened. I would, we would have the table read, you know, first of all, you all read the script and they would say, uh, Marion, read the, Read all those girls and read that character part. Read, read these other parts. Okay. Well, I would gear up and I would read the bejesus out of these parts, you know, so that their heads would swivel around. They'd think, wow, wow, she could do more than that, you know. Right. So they began to write write better for me all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I can remember there was one episode where you – where you all of a sudden you, you it was almost like your character exploded and and I can't remember what the line was what it was sit on it or what <laughs> oh yes right right so, it was and it was a wonderful period for me that was eleven seasons mm-hmm. I was raising my children at home and you know making a living because it was a period where I was divorced and broke. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. we've we've all been through that, have we not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now, did you play on the softball team? Mm-hmm. I'm a very good athlete. I played a rover, which is an extra player in the infield, and <laughs> I have my own bat with my name on it. I have my own glove, you know, <laughs> and and I have my baseball shoes, my my uniform. And they would, my they would say, Marion, get over, get over there, get over there, get over, over there. You know? <laughs> and, but I could hit. I could hit. I could hit good. So when I ran, I would put my, pull my arms way up, way as high as I could. And they don't, they don't want to hit that fine old lady, so they would overthrow first base, <laughs> and I could get on. <laughs> See, it's it's nice to be the the, the loving mother that, that nobody wants to hurt, you know. <laughs> nobody wants to hurt her, so I would get on, and the boys could get could, could bring me in, you know. <laughs> Even in the field, in the field, that we'd get back on the bus to go home, and I would get balled out. So you should have had that. You should, you know, when you're feeling, you should have had that that thing that came to you. <laughs> I think. Okay, I'll do better. I'll try better. <laughs> um, do like, you know that we tr- we played uh, before every major league uh, major league team in this country? Wow! And then th- these were fundraisers, and these were PR and everything. The Fonz did all the pitching. Mm-hmm. They had to teach him how to pitch. He didn't even know he wasn't raised that way. Uh-huh. Ron Howard is a very good right field. Uh, Anson Williams is first base. Uh, Scott Bale, infield, very, very good. All these kids are really good athletes. Mm-hmm. We even went, at one point, uh, we all went to the East German border and played with the U.S. infantry. Wow. 
along the East German border, up in Gebelstadt or someplace like that. Can you believe it? And then, and then when the show was all over, the, we we did the final show. Everybody's crying and it's wonderful. We get up the next morning at five in the morning. We all get on a plane and fly to Okinawa wow. to play softball with the U.S. Marines. Huh? Now. Don't I have a good life? Isn't yes. that a good life? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> now, th- there's so many things that I want to go over, but I know we're running out of time. But um, th- I want to uh, touch on some of the other things that you've done that, uh, you know, in your career. And, 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 and I'm sure they're in your book, and everybody should be getting that book because that's going to, you know, I mean, that's uh, going to tell everything even more detailed than we're doing right now. But uh, one last yes. thing on Happy Days. Where, what happened to the... To, I think was it Chuck, the oldest son. Chuck. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> we had we had several Chucks. We, had several, we poor poor Chuck. We didn't need him. We just didn't need him. You know. And so we used to joke among ourselves. Listen, if you go upstairs and see Chuck, don't, just, don't pay attention. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! God. Yeah. Now, of course, Happy Days was. I mean, you were that was over two hundred episodes, and not many shows go that long, you know. But um, another show that you did, it was thirty-three episodes, but that show was, had a lot of critical acclaim called Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, I was so proud of that. Oh, did you ever see it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Did you? Are you an, are you an older person? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> But was that a well? Did you like that show? I loved it. I loved that, and it was very hard for me to ultimately get that part. I must have auditioned oh, over and over and over and over. Really? There was always some actress in New York who wanted to come in. Mostly Jewish actresses, I must say, wanted to come in and and audition for it. Mm-hmm. And finally, finally, Gary Goldberg said, "I got what I wanted." And he wanted me of all of all people. Wow! I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that had a lot because of critical acclaim. That show. It, it did, and you know, not being Jewish, I said I, I would stop people, like in the market if I heard their accent or something, and I would say, "Let me talk." Oh, I want. Can I talk to you? Can I, can I talk to me? And I said, "Oh, I wish I were Jewish." And they would stagger <laughs> back and say, "Really? <laughs> you wish you were Jewish?" <laughs> It was a wonderful experience for me. Yeah. Wow. Now, uh, you also uh, had a short little part uh, for a few episodes on that 70s show. You were the grandmother on there. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I I liked that show, too. Mm -hmm. But, wow, wow. You've done so many different shows. I know. Uh, And, you know, I do plays. I'm stopping all of it now, but and do you know my daughter Ellen Kramer is a writer producer on Friends. Oh, now really? she's create she's creating a new pilot, and my son Jim Meskimen, M E S K I M E N. This morning he was on The View. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, in New York. Because he does imitations, he was 
he was acting like President Bush and like four or five or six other people. And he's got a commercial running where he is Abraham Lincoln going across the freeway. Okay, yes. Oh, he's, no, he's, no, he's George Washington. No, he's George Washington. Yeah, Being yeah. Across, that's my son, Jim. I never knew that. <laughs> well, now you do. I yeah. crack up every time but, I see that 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 uh, that uh, commercial. <laughs> I, I know. So uh, I I did a good job there. You know. So your kids have continued on with the uh, acting then. Very very much. They were not uh, when they were young. That you know, we I didn't urge them to be, and mm-hmm. they weren't. They didn't look like they were interested. And yet, lo and behold, yeah, this is what they do. Wow! Yeah, huh. so the, the tradition will continue. Then. <laughs> well, Marion, um, I I know we're getting down on time, uh, but um, I, there's so many things we could talk about because you know you've done so much. But everybody, if they want to hear more, should definitely go out and get your new book that will be um, that's out and. Um, it's uh it's a, it's called my days happy and otherwise and it, it's uh-huh. just a, a a great book and um i i you know I, I just can't say enough because it's so interesting hearing the story the few stories that you've been able to tell us today uh the book is just going to give people more and more and it's just something that they're going to want to you know get a hold of and and you don't want to miss the scandals in there. You know? Oh, okay. We didn't even get into those. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a good uh, you know a teaser for people. <laughs> so, so uh, Marion, I'd like to finish up with one final, uh, well, two final questions. When you sit back and relax, what do you like to watch on TV? What's your favorite shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh... I, I just don't. I don't have. I don't have too many favorites. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes, I don't know what what I do with my off time. Very little, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just keep them busy getting projects for the the family to do, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Well, Marion, I, I am so honored to have you on the show, and I thank you so much for taking time to share with us. And once again, like I said, everybody should, should go out and get My Days Happy and Otherwise, and uh, thank you so much for sharing with us. All right, my darling. Very nice to talk to you. A big thank you going out to Marion Ross for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Great lady, so nice, and I appreciate that she took the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. She's so busy right now, running around, doing all these interviews uh, on, on TV and everything about her new book, My Days, Happy and Otherwise. Be sure to check that book out. A lot of amazing stories in it, and as she said, we didn't get into it, but there's a lot of scandals, so check those out, too. Well, that's it. We have uh, gone through... 493 episodes of On Screen and Beyond, and it's not going to stop. We have more guests coming our way, a lot of exciting guests, and I hope you're going to be telling friends about it uh, because that's the best way to get the news out about On Screen and Beyond. But you can also go and like us on Facebook, leave a review. That's always appreciated. And, you know, we hope you're going to put good things, but if you put something that, uh, you know, uh, is something you'd like or, or a little critique of the show, that's fine too. I don't mind. It doesn't matter to me. But anyways, we appreciate it if you take the time to do that. 
And uh, we hope you're enjoying the shows. If you'd like to communicate with me, you can do that at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I read every single email that comes through. And if you have a suggestion for a guest, of course, you can do it there, too. So that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Mm -hmm.